0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: Often, we go through life thinking we are the only person in the world shouldering problems, stress, depression, and anxiety. What we don't always realize is that there are plenty of people dealing with many of these same issues in their lives. Welcome to Stream in the Desert with your host, Dr. Rita Huang. In today's program, we hope you will find a story that matches feelings and issues that you've been dealing with. In the resolutions of these issues, our hope is that you will also find the inspiration you need. Now, here is Dr. Rita.
2: Do you wish that someone you come in touch with daily will change, only if they make some changes, they will be easy to get along with and it will will certainly make your life much easier to live in. In fact, you spend your whole life trying to help them to change, but seeing very little result, so you're very frustrated. Today I'm going to tell you an naughty story about Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle. I will use real life examples, not actual cases, to illustrate the meaning of the story. Stay tuned for the story. Mr. Green Square has lots of friends. Some were shaped like circles, others like squares, and still others were shaped like triangles. Whenever they have free time, they will all hang out together, swapping stories and telling jokes, which they find hilariously funny. They would laugh and laugh until they got cramps in their stomachs. One day, when they were at the park, Mr. Green Square saw Miss Green Circle, an attractive girl who was new to the group. He walked over and introduced himself. A magical feeling immediately connected the two. Sparks flew and it almost felt like electricity. Truly, he thought to himself, This must indeed be love at first sight. Later that night, after Mr. Green Square got home, he had a hard time getting to sleep because he could not get Miss Green Circle out of his mind. Even when he closed his eyes, it seemed as though she was there before him. Several nights had passed, and finally he could stand it no longer. He picked up the phone and gave Miss Green Circle a call. And asked if she would go out with him. She accepted, and thus began the dating journey. Every day they talked on the phone, listening intently to each other's stories. They loved hearing about each other's past, finding out how each other's day went at work, and learning about each other's dreams of the future. Of course, they realized their different shapes, but that didn't bother them. Their interest in others was so intense that the shapes were simply not an issue. They were in love, and as far as they were concerned, that's all that mattered. After about a year, Mr. Green Square asked Miss Green Circle to marry him, and without hesitation, she said yes. They could hardly wait for the big day to arrive. Miss Green Circle wasted no time in beginning wedding preparation. After they were married, however, things began to change. Miss Green Circle started telling her husband how he should act and what he should say. She expected him to act like a circle, not a square, and to fit in her family. Likewise, Mr Green Square expected his wife to behave as though she was a square. After all, how did she expect to ever fit in with his family if she continued to behave like a circle? Let's look at the two different shapes that Mr. Green Square and Mr. Green Circle represents. Square and circle has different properties. Square has four sides and four angles. In contrary, circle has no sides and no angles. Can a square change to a circle? Imagine a sponge in the shape of a square. You could try to push the square's corner inward to attempt to change its shape to a circle. Once you let go, the corners are sticking out again. Now, imagine the sponge in the shape of a circle. You could stretch the circle into four directions in and attempt to form a square. But before you know it, the circle bounces right back to the shape of a circle. Since both shapes have different properties, it is impossible to change a circle into a square or square into a circle. Is it really realistic for Mr. Green Square to change Miss Green Circle into a square, or is it possible for Miss Green Circle to change Miss Green Square into a circle? They can try to order each other's shape a little to look like them, but it is impossible to turn their partner to different shape entirely because they have different characteristics. When Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle gave up the idea of changing the other into their shape they were much happier. Let's use a square to represent one person and a circle to represent another person. Just like a square cannot be changed into a circle, one individual simply cannot change another person to be like him. The person can try to change a little bit, but eventually he would turn back to his own person. Let's talk about the people who like to change people. I refer to them as fixers. Perhaps you know a fixer in your life, or you are one of them. Now, let's talk about fixtures in couples. Jim and Jane blindly accepted each other's differences before marriage. They somehow viewed the differences as virtues rather than flaws. They could laugh or make fun of each other's weaknesses. By looking through rose-colored glasses, they allowed themselves to see only the good in each other. When flaws became apparent, each somehow make excuses for the others because of their strong feelings. After marriage, when reality sets in, they began to see each other as they really were. The differences really come to light once a child is born into into the marriage relationship. Because each partner was raised in a different manner, completely apart from the other, the differences can be very strong and emotion can erupt. Instead of accepting the differences, each partner attempts to change the other so they will be more alike. Jim may think, if only Jane would change, everything would be okay. Jane thought, if only he would change, then our marriage would be good. So they spend the days trying to fix each other. One day, Jim and Jane argued in the counseling se- session. Jim was almost in tears when she talked about her pain. We both work so hard during weekdays. I want to do something fun during weekend. You complain that we're using too much money for fun. It's no fun being with you. It's always about money. You're controlling all the money. It's a terrible life living with you. I can't use money to do anything I want without listening to your complaint. Jim argued back You only want to have fun. The housework has been neglected because we only have time to do housework during weekend. We can't spend money for fun. We need to save them for future use. They both believed that they were right and the other person needed to change. They thought, only if the other person changed to be more like me, then things would be better between us. I asked them about their family background. Jim was brought up in a home with many brothers and sisters. His parents worked many jobs, and they still not earning enough money to support the family. At times, they had trouble coming up with food on the table. Jim had to work during high school to help to pay for some of the household's expenses. Since Jim was the oldest son in his family, he had to take care of the rest of his siblings. He seldom had any opportunity to hang out with his friends. Jane, on the other hand, came from a very well-off family where they have extra money to use for entertaining during weekends. Her family often spend weekends doing something fun, such as dining out, watching movies, and going for short trips. I told Jim and Jane that I'm going to use a square to represent Jim and a circle to represent Jane. I asked them, can you change a square into a circle or from a circle into a square? Jane replied, "'It's impossible because a square has four angles and four sides, and a circle has no sides and no angles.' Then I asked, "'If your wife is a circle and you're a square, can you change her into a square?' He replied, "'I guess not.' I then said, "'Assume that Jane is not going to change because she's a circle. She needs to have fun during weekends. What can you do to adapt to her differences?' Well, I can be a little more generous with our money because we both work full-time. I can set aside a certain amount each month for entertainment so we don't have to come up with money during weekends. I asked Jane what she could do if Jim is not going to change. She said they could clean the house together on Saturday mornings before they go out to do fun things, and she would find fun things to do that would be within their budget for entertainment. They both work out a good plan that they were both happy with. They learned to accept each other's differences instead of insisting their way and demanded the other person to change. Here was another couple, Jack and Jill, who was fighting with their scheduling with the kids. Jill was a planner, so she was upset that Jack changed her plan. Jill had to pick up Jenny from school and took her to her piano lesson so she asked him if he could pick up Tommy from the daycare. They both agreed with the plan. Jim was a carefree and spur-of-the-moment kind of person. When he was able to leave early at work, he thought he would do Jill a favor by picking up Jenny from school and took her to the piano lesson. When Jill went to the school to pick up Jenny, the teacher told her that Jack had picked her up. She was so angry that she began yelling at Jack on the phone. We already made our plan that I was going to pick up Jenny. Why did you change my plan? You're supposed to pick up Tommy. John was upset also. I thought I was doing a favor to help you out since the meeting ended earlier. I have not even had a chance to call you yet. Why do you get upset about everything? You make everything bigger than what it's supposed to be. They argued back and forth, and neither one of them wanted to give up their view. Jack wanted Jill to change to accommodate him, whereas Jill wants Jack to change. Who was right? Neither one of them was right. Here was the issue. Jack and Jill had different personality traits. Jack is someone who acts spontaneously with no planning. Jill on the other hand, had to plan everything in details. Once her plan was made, she had to follow her plan exactly. Any deviation from her plan would make her upset. In spite of marrying for over 10 years, they did not seem to recognize their personality differences. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of Jack and Jill's story.
1: Views, opinions your voice counts call toll-free 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 voiceamerica.com think
3: you've seen everything there is to see in online television let us surprise you visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports health business and more on demand 24 7
1: Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita For more information about the program or Dr. Rita please visit TrinityChristianCounseling.com Now Back to this week's inspiring program.
2: Let's assume that Jack's personality type is a square, and Jill's personality type is a circle. I ask them whether they could turn a square into circle or circle into square. They both respond simultaneously: "It is impossible." Then I ask: Let's assume that Jack cannot change Jill because Jack is a square and Jill is a circle. What can he do to adapt her to differences? Jack expressed that he needed to closely follow Jill's plan. If he needed to change it, he needed to contact Jill first before proceeding with his plan. What could Jill do to adapt to his differences? Jill said that she needed to be a little more flexible with her plan. Jack had no intention to hurt her. He was trying to help. She could text him before she picked up Jenny to be sure they had the same plan. Once they accepted each other's differences, they were able to work out a new way that adapted to their differences. It is like Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle in the story. Once they stopped changing each other, they got along much better. Let's look into a different situation. It was exactly 5 o'clock in the morning. You could see the light was just turned on at the Johnson's house. Someone in the house was up early in the morning. Within 30 minutes, you could hear two people yelling at each other. It was Ben and Carol. Ben opened his mouth and talked as soon as he woke up in the morning. He complained to Carol that she forgot to turn off the lights of the bathroom and would jack up the electricity bill. He reminded her to pick up his clothes in the dry cleaner. He told Carol that she needed to make cookies for his office party. He went on and on telling how frustrated he was with a co-worker at work. Carol couldn't handle being bothered by Ben as soon as she woke up. She became angry and yelled at Ben. Stop talking. I can't take this anymore. Leave me alone. Ben was upset. What's wrong with you? Don't you care about me? I guess not. It was strange that they often had fights in the morning as soon as they got up. Why was that? It came to find out that Carol was an introverted person. She needed to be left alone in the morning so she could plan her day in her head. While she was planning her day internally, Ben kept interrupting her thoughts with complaints and with lots of things he wanted Carol to do. She was frustrated that she could not process her own thoughts. Ben, on the other hand, was H-worded. He often talks before he thinks, but Carol has to think before she talks. They got stuck in this dynamic every morning. Ben was upset that Carol did not want to listen to him. Carol was upset that they would not allow, he would not allow her to be quiet and think. I told them the Mr. Green Square and Mr. Green Circle story and introduced to them the concept of square and circle. They both realized that they could not change the other person. The only person they could change was themselves. So Ben decided to accept the idea that Carol needed to have quiet time in the morning so she could think through her day. He would leave her alone in the morning. If he thought of something for her to do, he would make a list and put it on the refrigerator door. Carol would try to feed in his request on her schedule, Ben would come home for lunch while the kids were at school so they could talk. The Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle story helped them to realize that they were acting exactly like them. By not accepting each other's differences, they fought constantly starting from when they just first got up in the morning. You could imagine how many more fights would happen during the day if they could not adjust to each other's personality differences. Ever since Ben and Carol recognized their personality differences and tried to adapt to the different personality traits, their relationship happened a lot better. They finally understood the concept that fixers don't win, they only get frustrated. When some things don't get their way, it can lead to bitterness and broken relationships. The most natural relationship that we see in this fixer dynamic besides couples, is parents, and the children. A mother gave homework for a 7-year-old daughter to do every night so she would be successful in school. The mother had dreamed for a daughter to become a doctor because she never got the chance to pursue medical school when she got pregnant. The 7-year-old rebelled against her mom because none of her friends had to do homework. They thought about this every evening. As soon the mom was a circle and the daughter was a square, the mom kept trying to polish the little girl's corners of the square to attempt to change her to a circle like her. The little girl refused to obey her mom, so the corner of her square kept popping out. The mother decided to send her daughter for counseling. Let's use the name Katie. She was mad when she told me that her mom made her do homework every night. She complained, I don't want to do it. I went to school all day. I need to have fun at night. My brain is fired. She asked me if I could talk to her mom and told her not to give her homework. I gave her an inflatable plastic circle, an inflatable plastic square that filled with air inside. I asked her to figure out how to change the circle into square, or she can try to change the square into circle. She pushed the corner of the square in, but it bounced right back to the pointy corner. She tried to push the circle in, in to make corners, but the circle had so much air in it that it was not stretchable. She worked on it for a long time and she began frustrated and sad. There's no way you can do that. I said to her, okay, you're right. Let's assume your mother is a circle and you're a square. So is it possible to change your mother into the square like you? She responded, no, I said. So if your mother is not going to change, you still have to do homework. Maybe you can come up with some creative ways to do homework so it would be fun. Let me know what you come up with next week. She came back next week and told me that doing homework was fun. I asked her what idea she came up with. She said, I dressed up like Cinderella and I made her do homework for me. It was fun. I praised her. That was a brilliant idea. You have so much fun even though your mom did not change her mind. The little girl learned to adapt to her mom and found creative way to deal with her mother's different point of view. Another day, a teenager named Ryan fought with her father, Jim. Ryan refused to sign up in the tennis team because he hated tennis. Jim was the state champion in tennis when he was in high school. So he expected Ryan would be good at it. When Ryan was little, he liked to play tennis with his dad. Now that he was in high school, he lost interest in tennis. Let's use two shapes to represent Ryan and his dad, Jim. Ryan is a circle who liked to be with people. He had excellent people skills and he was well liked by his friends. He had an outgoing personality. Jim on the other hand, was an introverted. He did not like to be with a group of people. He enjoyed doing things on his own or with another friend. He preferred sports that could improve his own skill. He felt stressed working with others. That's why he chose to be a computer programmer as his career. Jim tried to teach his son, Ryan, to be like him. He only worked for a short time when he was little. Once he became a teenager, he wanted to be his own person. Jim was frustrated that his son did not live up to his expectation, so they were constantly having conflicts with each other. Jim wanted his son to change to fulfill his expectation. Ryan wished Jim could be like his friend's dad, who allows his friend to be himself. They came to my office to seek help. I tried to help them to see that they had different personality types. The father was introverted, and the son was extroverted. Ryan liked to be with people because people energized him. On the other hand, Jim could only with others for a short time, and then he needed to be alone for a while. I said, let's use different shapes to represent both of them with two different personality types. Let's say Ryan is a circle and Jim is a square. I asked them, Can a circle turn into square or square turn into circle? Jim replied, I don't think so. Ryan said, Only for short lived. Then it will change back to its own shape. Jim, you are square and Ryan is a circle. Can you change his personality totally to be like you? He replied, I guess not. Since they both agreed that it was important to be involved in sports, I wonder if they could come up with a sport that would fit personality type they each had. Ryan wanted to be in a team sport so he could be with his friends in a team. He liked to be involved in soccer team. I asked Jim what he could do if Ryan was going to be in a soccer team so he would feel he was part of his son's new sport. He said that he could help the coach do some administrative work to get the team going. That way, Ryan could be with his other kids, which fits his personality type better. Since Jim is introverted, he could do behind-the-scenes work with the coach alone. And they both are willing to accept each other's differences, they came up with a solution they're both happy with. The theme is the same over and over again. When fixers try to fix characteristics that are innate to a person, They make everyone around them miserable. Parents are often guilty of making this mistake. But teachers also need to know their audience as well in order to make the most impact of their students. Let's take a break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show.
1: Your
3: favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
1: Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with, as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-Rita.com or visit the website TrinityChristianCounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517-332-6300 and leave a message for her. the Internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com Now, back to this week's inspiring program.
2: Let's walk into Mr. Brown's fourth grade class. Mr. Brown had a hard time concentrating while teaching the social study class because Jenny was talking to her friends. He stopped in the middle of the lesson lectured Jenny why it was important to be a good listener. Before long, Jenny forgot and started chatting again. In the next hour, Ms. Green came to the class to teach the kids math Jenny was talking to his friends while she was teaching again. Miss Green did not yell or lecture Jenny. She stopped teaching and looked at Jenny with a firm smile. When Jenny realized what happened, he looked at Miss Green and said, Sorry, Miss Green. She stopped talking to the rest of the class. Why does Jenny react to Mr. Green and Miss Green circle differently? Miss Brown? was puzzled why Jenny had trouble in his class, but he had no trouble in Miss Green's class. I explained to Mr. Brown that Jenny was a, has a personality type that was different from his. You see, Jenny was a feeler and Mr. Brown was a thinker. They were different shapes. Jenny was not responding to his logical thinking when he lectured her. However, she responded to Miss Green because she accepted Jenny's personality type by looking at her, with a firm but affectionate smile. Since Jenny was a feeler, she, she responded to Miss Green and stayed quiet to please her. Miss Green accepted Jenny's personality type and worked according to her personality rather than making her to change or accommodate herself. All kids respond differently to their teachers because they're different shapes in how they learn and how they are disciplined. It is a natural role for parents, teachers, and adults to be fixers of children. But sometimes the best intentions can be misinterpreted by children and not well received. The challenge for adults is to know their children's shapes so that they work with their children's shapes rather than forcing them to be something they're not. As we walk out from Mr. Brown's classroom, I heard the bell ringing. It was time for recess. Kids were running to the schoolyard looking so happy as if this was the best time of the day. All of a sudden, the atmosphere of the whole yard began to change when you saw two boys were hitting each other with their fists. The playground aides went to stop the fight, and all the kids in the yard came to watch the show. Of course, they were both sent to the principal's office. These two boys seemed to fight all the time. It was not the first time. What seems to be the problem? Why was it that they could not get along? It came to find out that Bobby was upset when Jeffrey left him in the middle of building a fort on the sandbox. He liked to see the castle complete before the bell rang for the next class. Jeffrey, on the other hand, juggle multiple activities simultaneously, he wanted to build the sandcastle, play on the swing set, and kick the soccer ball at the same time. He felt bored to focus on one activities. Jeffrey was upset that Bobby would not allow him to do many things at recess. Jeffrey was mad that Bobby would not finish building the castle. They argued with each other at first, Before long, they started punching each other. You see, Bobby was a judger who was goal-oriented and he wanted to complete a task before moving on the next task. Jeffrey, on the other hand, was a perceiver who was interested in starting a task. Bored after a few excitement were out, he could juggle multiple tasks simultaneously. I explained to them how they were different. Then, I introduced to them the concept of the square and circle. I told them I wanted to use a square to represent Bobby and a square to represent Jeffrey. I asked them to come up with a way to change a circle into a square and vice versa. They discussed for a while, and they told me that was impossible to do that. I agree, I said. Then Bobby said, I am a circle and you are a square That means I cannot change you. Jeffrey said, I cannot change you either. I asked, What are you going to do, Bobby? If you cannot change Jeffrey, how can you adapt to his differences? He likes to involve in as many activities as possible during recess. Jeffrey, how do you adapt to Bobby's differences? He likes to finish one activity before doing another one. Bobby said, I know, I can finish building the fort myself because that's how I like it. I should not force you to finish it if you want to do something else. Jeffrey said, I'll go play with you first, then I will go do other things. But I promise I'll come back and help you finish it, okay? By adapting to each other's differences, they learn to find a new way to connect with each other. You see, not only little kids can learn from Mr. Green Square and Ms. Green Circle's story. Adults can be benefited by the story also. Let's leave the school and go to visit some offices and observe what was going on there. Fixers are everywhere, at home, at school, and also in the workplace. Is your boss a fixer? Or are you a fixer that wants everything to be done your way? Let me share a story of a boss who was encountering trouble with one of his employees. Henry had trouble working with one of his employees, Dan, who often had trouble completing his work on time. He would start on one project and switch to another project throughout the day, but he could not finish one project on time. Henry had no idea how to help work with Dan because he was the kind of person always complete his projects on time. He did not want to fire Dan because he was such a nice guy whom everyone liked at work. What was he going to do? You know, if Henry continued to use his way to coach Dan to complete projects, the more he failed. Henry knew how to budget his time to work on one project at a time. On the other hand, Dan felt overwhelmed with many projects ahead of him. He got so nervous that he worried about the next project when he was working on the first one. I explained to Henry about how Dan was operating at work. I told him that he had been trying to expect Dan to work the same way like him. I assumed that he was a square and Dan was a circle. Can you change the circle into square, I asked. Henry replied, No, I suppose not. I got the message. I need to change my approach to accommodate his. I said, we're getting somewhere. How do you do that? I asked. Henry thought of a moment and replied, I could give him one project at a time with a due date. I said, good idea. Let's try that. And it worked. Once Henry recognized the shape of his employee's limitations, he was able to help them complete his projects. In this situation, it would have been easy to assume Dan was lazy or that he was incompetent. But this was not the case. Dan has a wise boss who was able to see the will problem. Let's go to another office and see what's going on there. Andrew was a hard worker, but he seemed to have a problem working with his boss, Margaret. He wondered if he should find another job. Just the idea made him not able to focus at work. It really made the matter worse. What should he do? What seemed to be the problem? You see, Margaret was very particular with writing reports. She wanted very detailed reports. Andrew was a big-picture person. He wrote the reports with the main ideas without the details. His reports were always rejected by Margaret, so he was frustrated that no matter how much time he spent on writing the reports, and he still could not make Margaret happy. I put his report and Margaret's report together and asked him to find the difference between the two. Let's assume the way Margaret wrote re- her report as a square and the way Andrew wrote the report was a circle. I asked him, how could he change a circle into a square? He said, It can't be done. Okay, if you cannot change Margaret's way, how do you adapt to her way? I pointed to him that Margaret's reports have lots of details in each category. To adapt to her differences, I could put in more details on the report before turning it to her. He tried that, and it seemed to work. Margaret praised her for the last report he wrote. When Andrew finds out Margaret's way to write a report and adapt to her way, he was able to do to feel better about working with Margaret. If he insists to be like Mr. Green Square and with Green Circle trying to change his boss rather than changing himself, he would not be able to work with Margaret. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned for the rest of the show.
1: Voice counts. Call toll free one 866 1-86-472-5787. 472 5787 VoiceAmerica.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. America TRN. Are you struggling with relationships and wonder what you need to do? Are you facing crises and challenges in your life? How about emotional disturbances such as anxiety, depression, fear, or stress? Do you need some help? Get a hold of Dr. Rita's Hippo book. In her book, she provides fresh perspectives on how to wisely navigate the challenges in life. She uses parables and analogies to help you find insight and coping strategies in your struggles. The life scenarios she uses in the book are situations you can identify with as you often find yourself as one of the stories in her book. The title of her book is The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and Other Parables from Christian Counseling. You can order it from Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also download it as an ebook. Dr. Rita likes to hear about your concerns so she can pray for you. You can email her at care at dr-rita.com or visit the website trinitychristiancounseling.com. You can also call the Trinity Counseling Center at 517 517- and leave a message for her.
3: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business and more on demand 24-7. Stimulating talk. Gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast.
1: All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Stream in the Desert with Dr. Rita. For more information about the program or Dr. Rita, please visit trinitychristiancounseling.com. Now, back to this week's inspiring program.
2: Now that we have visited the school and offices, let's go to walk around in the shopping mall and observe what was going on there. Maybe we can go to the food court and observe people's interaction there there were two ladies sitting across from each other, eating their salad and having a castle conversation. The lady with the white jacket said, I have trouble with my mom lately. You know, she's not able to drive and I have to take her to church every Sunday. I like to stay after the worship service to talk to people. I enjoy spending time with my friends, but my mom wants to leave as soon as the service is over. Because she always has millions of things to do. When she's doing one thing, she's thinking of doing another thing. Her friend, Dr. Rita, was sitting across from her listening to her complaints. Don't you wish your mom would be more focused on here and now, like you, so she could enjoy the moment? She replied, Yes, that would be nice. Dr. Rita asked her, Assume that your mom is a square and you are a circle. Can you change her into a circle like you? She said, I tried all this year and found it unsuccessful. I asked, so what can you do if your mom is not going to change? She liked to think about things she has to do in the future rather than focusing on the moment. The lady in the right jacket said, Maybe I can take her home first, then ask my friends to meet me at a restaurant so we can all have lunch together and hang out. Dr. Rita said, maybe you can try that. Dr. Rita called her the next week. She said that it worked. By not forcing her mom to change and adapt her personality, she was able to change the situation. Let's go to a different table and observe two men were talking to each other. One man in the blue jacket said, I have trouble with my wife. I wanted to spend time with her at night, but she's often too busy with the housework and the kids. I feel very lonely in the marriage. I like to be closer to her emotionally. The guy sat across from him with the black jacket said, I have the same problem with my wife. Maybe we could talk to my friend Dr. Rita and ask her advice what to do. When John came to my office, he told me about his trouble at home with his wife. As I listened to him talking about different situations happened in the evening, I found out that his wife was task-oriented. She has a list of things to get done in the evening. She would not be relaxed until she got everything done. But she has so much to do, so she was totally exhausted when the kids went to bed. When John wanted to spend time with her, she told him that she was too tired and she had to go to bed. John was disappointed and he felt very lonely at home. How much he wished his wife would be more affectionate and gave him more time in the evening. I told him that his wife was task-oriented. Let's assume a task-oriented person like your wife is a square and you are a circle. Can you change your wife into a a circle like you if she's a square? I asked. He said, no way. If she's not going to change, that means she will continue to be task-oriented. What can you do in the evening to help her to complete the task so she would have time to be with you? The next week, he came back and told me that he had tried a new way and it worked. He bought a notebook and asked his wife how he could serve her. As soon as he walked in the house, his wife felt loved that he offered to help because that was her love language. So they worked together as a team and put the kids to bed early. They got to talk and watch TV together after the kids went to bed the last few days. By accepting his wife the way she was, making changes in himself rather than expecting his wife to change. John actually found out that his wife was very affectionate. She was just too tired in the evening without his help. John was able to change his wife by changing himself. They followed the principle of Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle story, and it worked for them. Now that we have seen the dynamics of fixtures in homes, school, workplace, and more, I hope you probably have pick up the general theme of this episode. You can see how each of these situations, they resolve conflicts by following principles of the Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle. Let's look at the first principle. Changing another person to be like you is a dead-end road. You have no control whether the other person was going to change. The person may change a little bit, but you will never be able to change another person to be exactly like you. It is like the Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle story. When Mr. Green Square tried to change Miss Green Circle into a square, and ended up pushing her away. When Miss Green Circle tried to make Mr. Green Square into a circle like her, it did not work neither. That's because square and circle has different properties. Square has four sides and four angles, whereas circles have no sides and no angles. You can try to squeeze a square into a round hole, or vice versa, but it's not going to work. You just simply cannot change from one shape to another because then it loses its uniqueness and its identity. If we cut the corners off the square to make it more circular, we haven't made a circle. We have indeed made a sorry-looking shape that doesn't have a name. What can you do if you cannot change another person? This leads to the second principle we can learn from Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle's story. When Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle stop changing each other and focusing on changing themselves to accommodate their differences, it ends up a much better outcome. They enjoy being with each other. When Jim and Janet accepted that they were from different family backgrounds and tried to adapt to their differences, they came up with a good plan for their weekends. When Jack and Jill, Ben and Carol, accepted that they have different personality traits, they made changes on their own to accommodate the differences. They, got, they could get along much better. When the seven-year-old girl stopped changing her mom, she could come up with creative way to do homework. Mr. Brown learned from Miss Green that he needed to change to accommodate his students' personality differences. The boss could handle Dan better when he adapted to Dan's way of completing a task. Andrew was able to please his boss when he changed his way of writing reports according to Margaret's way. The daughter in the shopping mall found a way to accommodate her mom's different character traits. She came up with a good plan that would make each other happy. When John tried to meet his wife's needs rather than demanding his own, he found out that his wife was very affectionate and enjoy spending time with Him. As you can see, focusing on changing yourself rather than the other person has much better outcome. God made us all different. We have different family backgrounds, personality types, different needs and expectations, different love languages, different point of view, different way of handling a task. Yet one thing we share in common is that we each precious in God's sight. No one is better than another person. The Bible says, everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made, we are all created by God. So when we try to change another person, that means we don't agree with the creator. If we try to change another person, you end up feeling frustrated and disappointed you won't be able to fix or change another person to be like you anyway. The person may change a little bit, but he or she bounces back to the original shape in a short period of time. I will leave you with one last thought. You see, changing someone else is not under your control, but changing yourself is under your control. When you're willing to change yourself to adapt to someone's differences, You make the person feel special. This causes the person to please you more than you comprehend. We all focus on how we could improve ourselves rather than changing someone else. People will be more likely to get along with each other better, and the world will be more likely to be a better place to live in for all of us. At this time, I would like to acknowledge Richie and Grace Wong for their donation for the airtime of this show. They want to dedicate this show to celebrate the 10th year wedding anniversary. Congratulations. Your concern is important to me. I would like to hear from you so I can pray for you. My email address is care at dr-rita.com. If you'd like to read more analogy stories like Mr. Green Square and Miss Green Circle, you can order my book, The Hippo That Fell Off the Seesaw and other parables from Christian counseling from Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. You can also download it as an e-book. I hope that this show has given you insight in your relationship. I'll be talking about the relational circle on my next show. Until then, I hope you find streams in your desert.
1: Thank you for joining us this week for Stream in the Desert. Be sure to return next Sunday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, or on demand anytime for another story and program with Dr. Rita on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.